Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. The snap is good. The ball put down. The kick is Ooh. up. No good. Wide right. Wide right. You know, the sidelines were so positive, which I, I thought was important. We knew it was going to be a tight game because of the caliber team they've got. Every time I go up against Josh, I know that it's going to come down to the end. It's just the better that he is and the player that he is. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I'm Doug Brown. Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dave Canales will be the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. That reporting from ESPN's Adam Schefter. A source tells Adam it will get done. The NFL's conference championship game set for Sunday in the NFC, the Lions and the 49ers. Detroit coach Dan Campbell says stopping that San Francisco offense will be challenging. They have a mentality about the way they do it. You can't do what they do without the mentality either. I mean, it's it's physical. There's nothing easy about what they do. And then when you have a back like McCaffrey, we know the athlete he is, but he's got really good vision. And he understands the blocking scheme. He understands what they're trying to do. Dan Campbell, Patriots wideout Kayshawn Boutte, arrested today in Baton Rouge over allegations of illegal sports betting while he played at LSU. More charges could be added against Boutte, who's accused of betting, including on LSU games, before he turned 21. The Australian Open women's final will feature reigning champ Arena Sabalenka and Zheng Chinwen. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ Chris Kennedy coming up Friday. I'll tell you why Jared Goff can go into San Francisco and upset the Niners. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. It's just a public service announcement. Sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O, O, H to the O, V. I used to move snowflakes by the O, Z. And we're back. Here we go. Hour number two. Right here on the Pulse. On Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM, streaming online at ESPNWichita.com. Tune in app on your smartphone and also on your favorite smart speaker. Tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM or KKGQ. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Strothman. Jack Johnson is the great producer. If you would like to hit up the show... And voice your opinion on K-State, KU, Chiefs, Wichita State, whatever. Call in at 316-669-4996. The phone lines are indeed open right now, but they won't be for too long because we do have a guest coming up. So if you want to call in, do it. 
If you don't want to call in, whether it's because you don't like your voice or don't have the ability to do so, that's fine. You do need that number for a couple of giveaways, though. If you would like a Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light Neon sign, then you need that number because if you hear a Travis Kelsey sounder during this show or the Shane Dennis show from 12 to 2 and you end up being caller number 3, you will be in the running to win a, a Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light Neon sign. It's brought to you by Bud Lights. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be 21 years or older to enter. 316-669-4996. And you also need that number two for Wichita State in UTSA. Why is that important? Well, we're going to be at that game. The entire ESPN Wichita crew. And we have a ton of tickets to give away. So if you want to go see the Shockers and the Roadrunners on February 7th at 6.30 inside Coke Arena, we have a lot of tickets. You can you can hear them right there. And they won't be emailed. You have to stop on by and pick them up. So if you're interested in those, a pair of tickets, we will be giving those away here before too long. The text line number is 316-247-0923. Kind of quiet there now, number one. Had a few. If you want to use the text line here in the second hour, go right ahead. And we will be more than happy to put the text messages you send our way out there into the radio world. 316-247-0923. Social media, ESPN Wichita on Facebook, Twitter slash X, Instagram, find all of our wonderful digital content on all those different pages also you can see cool contests from time to time like the one that we have right now if you are interested in winning an autographed jersey signed by brian cook the safety for the kansas city chiefs well go to facebook there is a pinned post go and check out that pinned post it should be right there at the top you should be able to see it and if you don't, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Refresh your page and see what happens. You do need to follow and like our Facebook page, though, ESPN Wichita 92.3. You have to follow and like our Facebook page. That is step number one in order to be entered. There's only two steps. We're making it even simpler for you. Normally, there's like five. There are only two steps. Follow and like ESPN Wichita 92.3 and like the post. Boom. That's it. Just have to do those two things in order to get an entry. If you would like more than one entry, you tag your game day buddy in the comments. No limits on how many times you can tag someone, by the way. So if you want to spend the next hour tagging all your friends, you certainly could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone has done that yet, but if you would like to, I guess you certainly could do that. Go to Facebook and get started now. Go and enter. Like and follow our Facebook page, ESPN Wichita 92.3. Before we get to K-State, Iowa State, I just want to remind you, right now it's 306. 
you're already six minutes late to happy hour at Twin Peaks. You heard that correctly. No one does happy hour better than our pals at Twin Peaks. Ridge and Taft and 21st and Rock, the two locations right here in the city of Wichita. I'm always partial to their wings, rightfully so. Have you ever tried their wings? They are fantastic. Just saying. Maybe you should switch it up. It is rainy. Normally when it's rainy, it's not exactly incredibly cold, but it is National Soup Month, and I think soup actually wouldn't be a bad decision here. Turn up the heat with a bowl of brisket chili. I've had it. It's great. Or the green chili chicken soup. need to put that on my list to celebrate National Soup Month. Or maybe you just want a 29-degree man-sized draft like your boy right here. I'm a big fan of those at Twin Peaks. If that's the case, whatever your choice, they got it all. Twin Peaks, think of them for this weekend when you have NFL and college basketball action going on. Ridge and Taft out west, 21st and Rock over out east. And speaking of which, we should be going there next week. We'll tell you more about those details as things progress. We mentioned this week being a big week for Kansas State's but also being a big week for Iowa State. The Cyclones, well, the Iowa State Cyclones, they hosted uh, Kansas State last night. The Kansas Jayhawks, what did they have coming up next? Well, there you go. There is a road game coming up and a building that is always filled with people. And there always seems to be lots of booming in that building, and that is Iowa State's for the Kansas Jayhawks. KU Iowa State's 1230 coming up on Saturday, pregame at 11. Catch it right here on your radio home for the Kansas Jayhawks, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. It's brought to you by Baxter and Associates. So KU... Bill Sell probably sat there and watched the entire game last night as K-State and Iowa State slugged it out on the floor. And the K-State Wildcats, for the second time in conference action, they fall. 78-67. Kansas State's dropping to 4-2 in the Big 12, tied right there with the Iowa State Cyclones. ISU... Ended the game with a 13-1 run with the game tied at 61-all with 4-0-1 remaining. And I know a lot of the K-State fans were keeping tabs on the officials, how many fouls transpired down the stretch. You know me, I'm not one to sit here and complain about officiating, but that one got away from the officiating crew last night. That was something. Really, really something. I'm just envisioning if this would have happened inside Allen Fieldhouse. Maybe it wouldn't have been that big of an uproar. I saw every K-State fan on my Twitter timeline just go go crazy. Absolutely crazy. And and I get it. I really do. After watching, uh, after watching a little bit of it, it was very questionable at times. Some calls that were wrong. Let's just put it that way. You have a phantom foul on a on a drive by ISU. David Gasson's there. Supposedly there was a push slash trip. Jerome Tang goes crazy, gets teed up. There are four free throws for the Cyclones. 
you have uh, a shot to the face on an elbow that doesn't get reviewed. And those are just tiny snapshots of what K-State had to deal with last night up in Ames. There's always going to be home cooking, though. Sometimes it's a little bit, I guess, more exposed. There's more of a spotlight on some venues and some games rather than others. If it's K-State in Ames or K-State in Lawrence, it always seems to be amplified just a little bit more. The game, though, started for K-State. It was a bad omen when Cam Carter picked up two quick fouls, just bang, bang. That's not a good start for the K-State Wildcats. You have Cam Carter, who picked up a pair of early fouls, and that turned out really to be the worst thing for Kansas State. We look at Tyler Perry, a transfer from North Texas, Arthur Kaluma from Creighton, those are guys that came in. We thought that they would be dynamic players. Arthur Kaluma, for sure, is that guy. Tyler Perry's made some big shots, but we'll circle back around to him in just a little bit. Cam Carter has come out of his shell, and he is having a phenomenal season. And I, for one, am excited for that for Kansas State because it had to happen after what they lost last year. With them losing Cam Carter so quickly, Jerome Tang decided to take out Cam Carter. Cam Carter was glued to the bench for just about all the first half, and K-State fell behind 41-29. Now, Jerome Tang, when you have a guy pick up two quick fouls like that, coaches... Every coach is different. Sometimes you pick up two fouls, your butt's on the bench, and you're not moving. If you pick up two fouls early, give it about seven minutes midway through the first half, bring in Cam Carter. Jerome Tang should have done that probably a little sooner is what would have been my choice. Jerome Tang has won more games than me, so whatever. But I do think you have to have a little bit of a feel of the situation. If your team is struggling so much without a certain player, you need to bring him back in. And K-State's depth once again comes into question. Cam Carter there in the second half was what sparked Kansas State. And you just imagine if K-State doesn't fall in that 12-point hole, Maybe K-State's up by 12. Who knows? Iowa State known for a little bit more for its defense this year rather than offense. I think we talked about that with Wyatt Thompson yesterday. Arthur Kaluma ended up with 16 last night in a 4 of 11 shooting, and Kim Carter did finish with those 12 points. But I just look at Tyler Perry, and this is why I say I want to circle back around the Tyler Perry. He has been able to make some tough shots this year, some big shots. And we've talked about this with this K-State team. Talked about it with Wyatt Thompson yesterday. This team seems to have the right plays at the right moments. Now, maybe not the case last night, and that might be because of an outside factor like the officials. I'm not saying that's the sole reason why Iowa State won this game, but I do believe there are a lot of people that would say, hey, hold on, K-State lost, and K-State was impacted by this in the final four minutes. So maybe that's why the the big moment never happened for Kansas State. 
But Tyler Perry, in 36 minutes, was 2 of 9 from the field. He was 2 of 8 from deep, had 7 points. He had 5 assists, but most importantly in my eyes, he had 4 of the 17 turnovers. And once again, this K-State team just cannot hang on to the ball. That might be the theme of Sunflower State basketball, Jack Johnson. You look at Wichita State, Shockers cough it up 19 times. Kansas has had its fair share of issues hanging on to the basketball. Also, some games where they have two turnovers, but you get what I'm saying. And then you have this K-State team. The Wildcats just simply give the ball up at a too high of a rate, and that is going to cost you. And guess what? It did. As the Cyclones, they were able to score 17 points to match the 17 turnovers that they were able to force. K-State got some possessions back because of 15 uh, Iowa State turnovers, but the Wildcats also got dominated there on the glass. 25 rebounds to the 38 of the Cyclones. Cyclones had 13 offensive rebounds, resulting in 13 second-chance points. Also a factor as well. But back to Tyler Perry. Once again, I've said this about him. Tyler Perry, I would like to see more control. I want him to be more dynamic. We we try to say that Tyler Perry is a lot like Marquise Noel, but we're, we're not seeing it at this moment, at least not on a consistent basis. The guy can shoot some threes, but that wasn't just Marquise Noel's game last year. What made Marquise Noel so good was the fact that he can – fly to the rim and dump it off for a slam or in a corner for a three or make a tough layup for that matter. He could also step out and make a 35-footer. Tyler Perry can step out and make a 35-footer, but we haven't seen the other parts of his game. Haven't really seen him be a, a complete controller of the game. For a point guard like him, we just haven't seen that yet. Still early in Big 12 play. There's still plenty of time for that to happen for K-State. But a challenge feels like needs to be issued there for Kansas State. Jerome Tang probably just needs to just go over some things and go, hey, man, like your three-point shot is great and all, and you can hit those step-backs, but we need you to go to the rim. We need you to be more of a facilitator. You really have to dictate the offense. And uh, Tyler Perry and... And here's another thing, too, for, for the Sunflower State schools, by the way. You have one point guard for Wichita State and a guy who's a two-guard playing the point. Both struggled last night. Dwan Harris Jr. hasn't exactly been stellar this year for Kansas. And now you take a, a look at K-State with Tyler Perry. Not like the point guard position has been all that great. And, gee, I wonder if that's why there's a correlation with turnovers. Not always the case because other guys cough the ball up too. But you get what I'm saying, though. You need to be a guy that can control a game. That's what point guards need to do. You need to control the game. And Tyler Perry just simply didn't do that last night for me. And he's done that time and time again. That is less than ideal. Now, you can still correct it and everything might be fine. But it's not going to get any easier because the Wildcats, they go on the road and they take on Houston on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. Jamal Shedd is going to be matched up on Tyler Perry. What's going to happen in that one? 
Maybe K-State can match up well with Houston, but I don't know. I know you're not a big believer of H-Town, Jack, but Houston and what the Cougars are able to do, I really worry about K-State's ability to score. Not great last night for the Wildcats. They fall by 11, 78-67. Some are going to solely blame the officials. Others might look at it in a in another way. And hopefully you can see it in the way that I see it, and that is Tyler Perry not being dynamic enough and Cam Carter sitting the tone with those two fouls right out of the gate. Jack Johnson, your thoughts on the foul fest in half number two between ISU and K-State. Yeah, first of all, you want to commend Kansas State uh, still for a really good road effort. I thought there were a lot of similarities to that game in the Texas Tech game. Slow start. Uh, you find some rhythm, start hitting shots from uh, beyond the perimeter, and it gets you back into the game. Only the difference was against Iowa State. The game was very physical, and by the end of it, you know Iowa State was in the bonus with about seven or eight minutes to go, and that allowed them to just knock down some free throws. Iowa State wasn't great from the line, but you get that many opportunities, you're going to be able to pull away late. Um, yeah, I do think the officials probably put themselves too much into this game, and nobody wants to see it. Nobody pays money to watch officials. But there still were a lot of things that K-State continued to do that we've seen over the last couple weeks. They can't take care of the basketball. Right now they're averaging about 15 turnovers a game. Uh, That is a putrid, putrid number, especially when you looked at this weekend. Houston's top 10 in taking care of the basketball, and they're great defensively. So it's not a favorable matchup for Kansas State. And now that I'm looking ahead a little bit, you know, even let's say, I mean, they're not going to be favored to beat Houston. It's not a bad loss. Even the loss last night, it's not a bad loss. The Tech loss wasn't a bad one. Losing to Houston, who's top five in the nation on the road, is not a bad loss. But then you reach this point of evaluation and just how far this Kansas State team can go. Uh, Joe Lunardi's recent bracketology has Kansas State as the last four in, and that was before the Iowa State game. Right now he's got him as an 11 seed playing in Dayton going up against Ole Miss to get into the NCAA tournament. So if they go into Houston and they lose that basketball game, you're 14-6, and 20 games in, not a bad mark at all. The thing that's been avoiding Kansas State, though, is that stretch of two or three really big wins. Last year, they had them right off the bat in Big 12 play, remember? They beat Texas and scored 113 and then beat Baylor and Waco. Like, they had two immediate huge wins along with great play in the non-conference slate. This year, they've got Baylor and maybe Providence, uh, unless I'm missing one right here. You could say UCF because of what UCF was able to do to Kansas, or if you mm-hmm. want to throw in West Virginia because Kansas didn't win in Morgantown either. But I think that's what Joe, Joe Leonardi and maybe the committee are looking at is they need that huge signature win. Last night would have been massive. If you don't get it against Houston on Saturday, you're 14-6, and six, and here's what you have upcoming. You get Oklahoma, who's going to be top 20, coming to Manhattan next week. Then you go to Stillwater, winless team, but we've seen in the Big 12, right? Anybody can win. Then you host Kansas, go to Provo after that, take on BYU. Then you get TCU at home, Texas on the road, and then play BYU again before you get kind of a gimme game at home against West Virginia. This is going to tell us a lot about this Kansas State team. I think they're talented. They've got scores. Cam Carter, Tyler Perry, um, Arthur Kaluma. Those are guys that can score you the ball. But if they can't take care of it, Pat, it doesn't really matter how much they score in those games because it's allowing teams to, A, either come back 
or B, extend big-time leads. So they got to get right back up on the horse and take on a damn good Houston team, or at least a Houston team that is playing well right now. Uh, they're coming <laughs> off a win against BYU. Did you just hear Provo. Jack Johnson say a dang good Houston team? Did hey, I just hear that? I can, I can criticize <laughs> uh, their strengths. I think they're overrated, but they are top five for a reason. They've got it's, 17 It's because wins. of how they play. If, if yes. you never liked West Virginia's style of play, you're not going to like Houston's, or you're not going to like anyone that plays that game so i get it I yeah I mean, they're very virginia-esque to my opinion yeah, um where they just sure. win with their defense so i'm very curious to see how k-state plays in this game because this is the unforgiving part about the league you know you get a few days to kind of soak in that loss and then yeah go on the road now and take on a top five team so curious where joe lunardi will have kansas state depending on what happens on saturday in the bracketology but if they do lose, you got to think they're on the outside looking in once again, and they'll need a pretty big win or a good stretch of games to get them back in the hunt of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, Shane and I were talking about that earlier. He goes, they need to get going if they want to make the tournament. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All of a sudden, they're no longer a tournament team, and, and it maybe do a double take. But if you do look at the overall body of work, you have to wonder where are the quality wins, where are the quality losses. Jerome Tate feels like you get the nine wins in Big 12 play, and it's and it's done. And, and surely you'll get the nine, right? Surely. I don't know. I guess, you know, I sit here and I just wonder wonder about that. I I, I look at this K-State team, and if they can – again, they were tied last night. <laughs> they, they lose to Texas Tech by one. Now, they also got those shots to fall earlier on, and which is why I kept saying the Wyatt, and, and to everyone out there too – don't sit here and, and say, well, they're just getting lucky and that's it. Because I, I don't think it's just luck. I, I don't believe that. Based on what I know about Jerome Tang and how their team operated last year and how they play, they can be a gritty team. They can be that type of squad. They can be that. But if one loss does become two and then two becomes four, then that's when things can spiral out of control a little bit. Last year was all... It was all, what, bells and roses is what they call it? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the saying. I could be wrong. But look, this K-State team coming up on Saturday, if they get the win against Houston, all is well in the world. Even if they lose to Houston and they lose by two, I'm still going to be somewhat encouraged. But you're right, though. You can't just sit here and just look at moral losses and think that that's going to be okay there, moral victories there. <laughs> Here you go, Jack Johnson. On the text line, and we're stalling a little bit for Brian because Brian said that Bill Self is going a little long. I told I told Jack that that was going to be the problem. Someone just said, whenever my kids get out of line, I threaten them with making them watch a Virginia versus Houston basketball game. What would the point total be on that, Jack? 80, uh, 85 and a half. That might be too high, to be honest <laughs> with you. We're probably talking 82, 81. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, Tony Bennett and Calvin Sampson, great head coaches. <laughs> it's like watching two games in the in, uh, 1960s. It's, it's just unwatchable. <laughs> well, Wichita State, Paul Mills said they set, they set basketball back 50 years last night. So, oh, man, 85 and a half seems too high. Probably so. Also got this on the text line. 316-247-0923. I love it, too, by the way. I love when we have regular guys that text all the time. You guys are great, and we appreciate the loyalty. You guys crack us up and everything. We I also love seeing first-time texters, and this is definitely a first-time texter 
Iowa State on the free throw line all night. That killed the Cats as well. And something that maybe no one talks about too much, at least to me, when you have so many fouls and so many free throws for the opposing team, just how that can mess with your rhythm offensively. And for K-State, it never seemed like the, the Wildcats were truly comfortable. And, and it could be the fact that Cam Carter picked up those two early. But when you set a when you get a team that goes to the free throw line constantly, you're now going to be worried about that more so that it throws you off rhythm. They're on the offensive side of the ball. So good job, first-time texter. I like it when we get first-time texters. They're great. 316-247-0923. Well, we might have to make our time with Brian Haney a little bit shorter than what we would like. I know Bill Self is about to wrap up. Looks like there's some stuff. I'm following along on, on the timeline right now to see what's going on. And I think we're nearing the end. So, Jack, you might have to wait for a second <laughs> before calling Brian. I know for Terry Franz, we're going to have to delay that a little bit. Thank you, Sunshine and Roses. No one corrected me except you, Texter. You are a wonderful human being. My brain isn't all there. Well, you can make that argument all the time. It's not all there. Not all there today. I've, I've just been way off today. So appreciate you, Texter. Sunshine and roses. I don't know why I thought bells and roses. I mean, I guess bells are cool. Maybe you prefer the, the sound of ringing bells rather than sun in your face. I don't know. I don't know. So we have Brian Haney coming up here in just a little bit, okay? <laughs> so we'll give him a call, and hopefully he'll be ready. In the meantime, I'm going to make things probably more challenging for Jack, but this is kind of how things panned out. So coming up on Wednesday, February 7 at 6.30, we are going to be at Coke Arena. It's an ESPN Wichita Day at Coke Arena, our partnership with Wichita State Chuckers. I have... A ton of tickets here, physical tickets, a pair of tickets for you to go see UTSA in Wichita State, February 7, 6.30. It could be a high-scoring game. Could be, just saying. UTSA could put up some points. It could be a very exciting game. We want you to be there for the awesome day. Pair of tickets yours if you call in right now at 316-669-4996, 316-669-4996. Call right now, and win a pair of tickets to see the Shockers and the Roadrunners Wednesday, February 7 at 6.30. 316 No, 316-669-4996. When we come back, Brian Haney, hopefully he's ready right here for the Pulse. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000.
Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Natalia, solid dismount, but that little pause is a deduction. Top tumblers hope to stick the landing with Coach Jasmine. That aerial sequence still needs work. She needs more certified athletic trainers to find her balance. Focus. I'm going to need you for the all-around. Wait, who's spotting the vault? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years, depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Eucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at eucora.com slash radio. That's U-Q-O-R-A dot com slash radio. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thursday on the NBA on ESPN Radio. Are the Celtics the best team in the league? And the answer is hell yeah. The Boston Celtics head to Miami to go head-to-head with Jimmy Butler and the Heat. Butler flying, grabs it with a right hand and throws it down. Coverage begins Thursday at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Presented by Indeed. Proud to be the home of the NBA. Locally owned, locally operated. Wichita's sports leader. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Carry on my wayward son, there'll be peace when you are done, lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more. Congratulations, Andre. You're going to go see Wichita State and UTSA on February 7. More ticket giveaways as we wrap up the week. Also, before we get to Brian Haney, one more text about K-State, and it's a first-time texter, so you know I always try to sneak in then. Dire K-State fan, K-State overall just didn't play well enough, got outplayed, and can't have the T by Tang for that type of swing at that point. Too hard to overcome. Thank you, texter. Appreciate you texting for the first time. Hope you're enjoying the day. 316-247-0923, the text line. All right, well, this guy, <laughs> he's been... He's been dying to hop on on the air, at least I think he has been. It must be a busy Thursday afternoon. He joins us now, thank goodness. Voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney. Well, Brian, it's been a little bit of a crazy day for you, but hey, it's fine, no big deal. We'll do the best we can here in about 10 minutes, and we'll send you on your way to hopefully a well-deserved nap on your purple mattress. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But Brian, a win for KU against Cincinnati, 74-69. to I've been really impressed with Cincinnati this year in its first season in the Big 12. They play hard. The, the Bearcats are very athletic. 
and they hung tough all the way until the very end. But KU, fueled by Aussie power with Johnny Furphy having a double-double with his parents in attendance. What a big moment for the freshman. Your thoughts on the win against Cincy? Well, lots of like from Monday, no doubt, and, and thanks for being patient today. We had back-to-back press conferences with Coach Self and uh, Dan Fitzgerald, our baseball coach, that ran a little bit longer than we thought. So thank you for your patience and grace. But, yeah, Monday uh, Monday was a bigger win than I think fans realize because here's a Cincinnati team that's top 12 nationally in rebound margin. They're top 20 nationally in defensive efficiency. They start a front line of 6'8", 6'11", 7 feet. And they may be 2-4 and four now in league play, but they played six ranked teams, beat two of them, and their four losses to ranked Big 12 teams are by 1, 2, 4, and 5, respectively. So they're going to beat a lot of teams before it's all said and done. And that was a good, good win. may not feel like it to somebody that's not you know, diving inside the numbers, but that's really indicative of how tough our league is this year. When you've got clubs like Cincinnati and BYU, who is ranked, by the way, it's 2-4 and four now in the league, and just finding out that every night in this conference is just a meat grinder of a schedule to go through. And so, big win on Monday. This is a huge one on Saturday. And, and Self bristled a little bit this afternoon when the first question in the press conference was about the importance of winning Saturday because of the two previous road losses. And the person that asked the question did not call it a must-win game, but Self kind of took it there as if to say he's not willing to label it that because we're still in late January. And he thinks if you're asking five players to play 95% of your minutes and then you're calling for must-win games in January, that's, that's ultimately going to be too emotionally and physically taxing on these guys to, to be saying that repeatedly over the next six weeks of league play. Having said that, he thinks it's a huge game. And you know, my personal opinion is, hey, if you drop two in – Orlando and Morgantown, this is a chance to get one back. That, you know, if you would have told me, okay, three road trips in, yeah, you, you lost a couple of, I guess it'd be four road trips in, including Stillwater. If you would have told me we were two and two, I, I might have believed it a little bit more, assuming the, the second loss came in Ames. So if you're able to get a win in Ames, it, it does kind of erase one of those previous uh, stubbings of the toe, so to speak. So, this is a big one, but they're 12-0 and at home. They're so good defensively. Their turnover margin is plus five on their competition. So, as Self said, that's like starting the game. If they're going to get five extra possessions, that's like starting the game down 7 nothing. So Kansas needs to match their intensity level. They need to do a much better job of taking care of the basketball than what we've seen at times this year in league play. DeJuan Harris, another five-turnover game on Monday. That's got to be cleaner, and he's going to be going up against a really talented group of physical and quick guards, which sometimes can give him fits. So looking forward to seeing how he responds in a place where he's had some great success earlier in his career. You'd love to see it on Saturday afternoon. So do you have an Australian flag courtside now for Johnny Furphy or what? A flag? Yeah, of course. A flag. That way you can hang it up and you can, you know, I'm sure the crowd probably does it. You know, we were working for the first month on trying to come up with the best nickname, whether it was the Wizard of Oz or the Awesome Aussie. <laughs> Somebody suggested Surf and Furf. Uh, so we've been working on that. had not thought about the flag. Honestly, on, on Monday night, I was thinking, how do we steal his parents' passports and travel visas 
and make sure they can't leave the country. Because if this is the <laughs> version of Murphy we're going to get, we need Richard and Liza to stay here as long as possible. I, I did have a chance to see them briefly yesterday before they left, and they have flown back home now. And uh, Richard, the father, assured me, we're going to be back in time for the start of the Big 12 tournament, and then we're just going to ride out the postseason as long as it goes. And I said, well, let's make plans to not fly back until April then. And he liked the sound of that. So uh, I think it was special for him to have mom and dad there. They'd not seen a game in the fog. So how exhilarating would that be to show up and watch your son for the first time in front of 16,300 and watch him post career highs in scoring and in rebounding and be the single most important player in the game? That was pretty special stuff on Monday night. Well, Hunter Dickinson uh, on Monday night finished with 10 points and six rebounds. I know he was in foul trouble and and teams are are trying to figure it out and try to beat him to his spots. I know it's been you know a little bit of a challenge and, and rebounding wise, just grabbing rebounds. Teams have been doing a pretty good job of that around the rim too, with Hunter Dickinson being out there. What have teams done to try to eliminate Hunter Dickinson from the game plan? I know it's like impossible to do that for a guy who can average twenty points per game, but it it seems like teams are are starting to maybe get a feel of him a little bit more as the season progresses. Well, you know, he's had a little bit of foul trouble. He's had a little bit of fatigue. There have been factors here and there. You know, and prior to the Furphy breakout, we, we had, I hate to say it, but you had two of your five players on the floor not looking to score, and that allowed defenses to clap, clamp down around him, clog up the paint, make it tougher. And uh, now with El Marco coming off the bench, Johnny has been absolutely looking to score. Now you just really need to ask the one to be a little more assertive, and, and then you probably have a threat at all five positions. And that's not to say that the one isn't, but I think there's more they could get out of him offensively that uh, you know makes him more of a threat and, and leads to better spacing and paint touches and opportunities for Hunter Dickinson. So I think it's been a combination of all of those things. You know, the UCF game, he had a sore knee from knocking knees in the previous contest, and so. You know, if, if we're just looking at the last two weeks and saying, oh, what are teams doing to take him away? I think it's been a myriad of contributing factors and not just one thing or another. And I do think that Self played it really, really well this week with giving the entire team Tuesday off and then the five starters that are logging the bulk of the minutes. They just had a film session yesterday. So that's two days of, of nowhere and tear at all, and they'll gradually work their way back in it today uh, as we speak, as a matter of fact. But he's being very careful with load management between games because, sadly, in-game, we just don't have the margin for error or the depth to uh, ease off those minutes as much as we probably should. But he's trusting Parker Brown more. It's just Hunter's such a presence and command so much attention that they've really got to have him out there as much as possible. For sure. Voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney here on the Pulse. Now that Johnny Furphy's in the starting lineup, I know the bench has has been a focal point. You brought up Parker Brown, a little bit more trust there. Marco Jackson, Nicholas Timberlake, Jamari McDowell. Seems like there's a few minutes here and there. But, you know, I I sit here and I understand that the, the development of the bench is huge for Kansas. But also, too, doesn't history show us that Bill Self also likes to shorten his rotation <laughs> as season rolls along? Like I, I feel like that happens as well at this point. It does. You know, usually it gets down to seven or eight guys doing the heavy lifting at this point. And, and I think if you know we've noticed anything, it's that Jamari McDowell is now playing in some cases mere seconds 
uh, not minutes, and and really you're kind of at an eight-man rotation right now. Nick has shown some nice flashes. He had the 12 first-half points in Morgantown, which was a great sight to see. Um, obviously, you know Parker Brown is going to continue to be in that rotation because he's your only big man to spell Hunter. He's definitely locked in. And then I think El Marco quietly has brought some nice contributions the last three games. I think he's very graciously accepted that bench role. And we talked about this briefly last week, but the job Self did of framing that to both players, Johnny and El Marco, they were involved in this starting lineup switch up. Boy, is he the mastermind? string puller, button pusher, he, he convinces El Marco that, hey, Johnny may be better for us right now to start games, but that doesn't mean that you're not better than him at coming off the bench. I think you're actually better than what he could bring when it comes to your natural explosiveness and energy level and, and just that burst off the bench. And so suddenly you got an 18-year-old kid that goes from thinking this is a demotion to, okay, well, maybe it's more of a pivot. And, yes, the minutes are down a little bit, and he's not naive. He knows that Johnny's taken on a larger role, but he's really embraced the notion that, hey, I could be better at being that energy guy right now, and eventually I'll, I'll get a starting job back probably next year. But um, in the meantime, let me go all in on being all that I can be in this alternative role. And that, to me, takes a couple of things. It takes a, a really savvy and uh, silver-tongued coach to do the convincing, but also it, it takes a, a team-first player to realize that the overall big-picture team goals are bigger than any individual, you know, one-lane individual goals. So I, I really respect El Marco for the way he's handled that. I think it's going to make this team so much better going forward. You going to load up on some Hickory Park barbecue this weekend or no? You know, we're getting in a little bit later on Friday night. I don't think I'm going to get a chance to, but that's, that's definitely one of the better big <laughs> spots. And uh, we've got our list. And now that we have four new teams in the league, we got to make new lists at Provo and Cincy. And we already did the Skyline Chili. It was just okay. Orlando. And obviously Houston, but, but, yeah, the, the, the Hickory Park up there, it's, it's uh, probably top five of Big 12 road stops. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a big fan, a uh, big, big fan of that. And that atmosphere, it's always, it's always a crazy crowd, too. And after what they did at the K-State last night, you know they're only going to get more amped up when Kansas comes to town. So I'm sure you'll be ready for a bunch of booze, which means you need to be well-rested before you go up there, Brian. And good thing you have a purple mattress to help out with that. No doubt. And, uh, man, that, that was a wild scene last night. I can't imagine, you know, seeing – self-pulled into that um, to the degree we saw last night. That That's wild. But you're absolutely right that they're going to bring their A-plus effort of the jeering and the taunting and try to, to fool guys. I'll tell you this quick story. We were in Stillwater last week, and there were so few fans there you could hear anything that was said. And, and the student section is right behind the visiting bench. And they were teasing Bill, saying, hey, you need to sing your alma mater. You know, you, you need to do this or that. And he, he said, man, you guys are probably only going to be here for six years. I was here for ten years, and, and he was just playful. Like he, he he gave it back to him a little bit. That kind of thing, which I think speaks to his self confidence, no pun intended, uh, his swagger, and, and then him understanding that hey, fans are a part of the game. Sometimes you got to have a deaf ear, as he said today, and drown them out. Other times you can be playful and throw it back. But we're certainly bracing ourselves for one of the most raucous atmospheres we've had. And I will definitely get a good night's sleep for the mattress hub my purple mattress, do what I did and entrust your best night's sleep to the folks at the Mattress Hub. They've got a 90-day trial if you want to make sure it's the right fit for you and your back. 
to get the most sound sleep possible. Check them out. Take advantage of that customer service and obviously the most competitive prices around. So find them today at the Mattress Hub website, mattresshub.com. And thanks so much as always, buddy. Great to be on with you. Absolutely, and great to get a text message from you because I have an actual phone that can receive text messages now. So I don't have to rely on my assistant, Shane Dennis, to send you text messages. Have a good one, Brian. Thanks again. See you, buddy. Take care. Voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney, right here on the Pulse. KU Iowa State on Saturday, 1230 tip-off pregame at 11. Right here on your home for the Kansas Jayhawks, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. KU Basketball presented to you by Baxter and Associates. Okay, coming up here soon, we need a visit with Terry Franz with Cars for Heroes. He's brought to you by Super Pools. We'll check in with them and see where the progress is in terms of getting cars ready to be handed out right here in the city of Wichita. That's next as we wrap up another edition of The Pulse. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with a great deal on Pendleton 1.75 liters, just $39.99. And Stellar Artois 12-packs, only $13.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Neighborhood locations with superstore pricing. So good! Wide right! It's Championship Week. Jubilation for the Chiefs sideline! No one brings you more coverage, including news conferences, interviews, and the latest news on your Kansas City Chiefs than ESPN Wichita. This is amazing. And on Sunday, Chiefs pregame begins at 8 a.m. Six hours of pregame coverage leading up to the Chiefs and Ravens in the sixth consecutive AFC Championship game. It's all on your home for the NFL. 92.3 FM. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free loan a tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for loan a tool. I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? (laughs) Now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project 
and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Coming up soon, Saran Petro with the program. After that, we turn our attention to the Friends Basketball Show with women's basketball coach Dean Jaderson. Falcons currently on a six-game winning streak. Then after that, we have NBA. It's the Celtics and the Heat at 6.30 right here on your home for the NBA, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Time now to go to the phones and check in with Terry France with Cars for Heroes, brought to you by Super Pools. You're right, Texter. Jack is always bringing some heat with the music. He does a great job. Thank you, Texter. Thanks for the compliment there for the great Jack Johnson. 316-247-0923. Back to Super Pools. Let them turn your dream into a reality by giving your family the backyard they have always wanted. Give Jenny a call today at 316-880-3900 or visit superpoolsusa.com. Mention ESPN Wichita and you get a free robot cleaner for all new builds. Terry, glad to have you back on the show. I think we can actually dive in the pool right now. It's only 46. Yeah. It's easy. Oh, we can God. dive in a pool right now. You you go first, and you tell me how it is, and then I'll jump in after. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll take you up on that. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, I do say that, and yet we're right next next to the Arkansas River, and I still see a sheet of ice. So probably <laughs> not. Yeah, probably not the smartest of ideas. But I figured I would try. I would try to get Terry Franz to hop in a pool one of these days. One yeah, of these days. Yeah, well, it'll be a little warmer, but uh, I would imagine I'm not a pool expert, but I think now would be the time to be calling them and tell them I want my pool, so I've got it for the summer. Well, 100%. Yeah, and I haven't. I'm, I'm going to see Jenny, I think, not next week, but the following week. We had to reschedule. Jenny's going to be here in. I know that's one thing when I talked to her, she's like, yeah, if you want a pool, you better be calling now because we're starting to yeah. get a lot of jobs. And I'm like, okay, so I will remind people, if you're on the fence, you know, you better hop on before it's too late, especially if you want to get it done here for the summer of 2024. All right, Terry, what's the status report? What's the latest in your world? Well, I just got back from Portland, Oregon. I went up there and uh, gave a car away to a eight-year female Army veteran. Uh, who got in a car wreck. The car was totaled. She did. She had three kids, a single mom, and didn't have a way to get to work or get them to the doctors. Uh, her insurance only paid off the car, but there was nothing left, so uh, she was left uh, carless. And so we went up there and uh, brought her out to a shop that helped us uh, work on the car and awarded her a car, and she went home uh, smiling all uh, all afternoon. It was a week ago Friday, so just just almost a week ago. That's fantastic. That is terrific. Well, I'm glad. And I know that we're still on the prowl here in Wichita. What's the latest in terms of getting cars ready for the, the next one to be handed out to a veteran or a first responder? Absolutely. We need, we need more cars donated. Kind of the way it works, because I do this all over the nation, is if a car is donated in that area, we fix it up in that area and go pick somebody. I get, I get an application every seven minutes, so I've got an application everywhere in the nation. But if something's donated, and that's what we need, if somebody in Wichita has an old car 
We'll fix it up. It doesn't have to be perfect. A car, boat, truck, RV, motorcycle, boat, it doesn't matter. I'll turn it into a car. And uh, But we need to, we need more in that area so I can come down there. I've got plenty of applications in the Wichita area, but I don't have enough donations to go around. So every once in a while, being as close enough to Kansas City, we'll ship one down there. But I would like to get one down there that we can start working on and uh, and help somebody in that area. Yeah, for sure. And as you brought up applications, I know we talked about applications for a little bit. I had someone use the text line. They're like, hey, what was the website again? I'm like, good. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad that you're you're reaching out. And, of course, I asked the question, is, is this for you or someone you know? And they're like, oh, no, it's for someone I know. And kind of gave me a little bit of a backstory. I'm like, go. Go to carsforheroes.org right now and get that application in. So I thought that was really neat. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and – that's how we function. It's the people in the community helping us do what we do. We've got the we've got the means to fix up cars and tow them in and do everything else, but we need the car to begin with. And uh, and there's plenty of. Unfortunately, I probably get uh, 20 applications for everybody that donates a car. So the importance is getting more cars so we can help more of those people. Without question, absolutely. Again, it's cars. The number four heroes. Dot. Org. All right, Terry. Well, I'll let you get going. I'm glad you had a chance to go to Portland and give away another car. That was fantastic. Oh, wait. Hey, did you bring the weather back with you? Is that why it's raining no. down here in Wichita? It, it, it must have been you. It was, well, it was raining in Portland. I was there four days. It rained all four days, and it was cold, but it wasn't as cold as it was here. So, uh, but uh, yeah, Portland's famous for being wet. <laughs> and that's what it was. <laughs> it's you. I knew it. That's the reason. Yeah. It's because you flew back from Portland. All right, Terry, you have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. See you later. That is Terry Franz, Car Santa, as we call him, brought to you by Super Pools right here on the pool. So that does it for us. Really appreciate you all listening. All the new texters, by the way. That was fantastic. Appreciate y'all. Y'all are great. All right. Tomorrow, Football Friday is a jam-packed show, man. Hope you can join us at 2 o'clock. For producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Strothman saying so long, Wichita. Stay dry. See you at 2 o'clock right here on ESPN Wichita. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.